Hi, I'm uh, Nick Brody. I'm the CEO of Golconda Gold. Uh, Golconda, uh, Golconda Gold has two assets. One in South Africa, which is operating, called Galaxy Gold, uh, ramping that up to production of around 40,000 ounces over three to four years. And another asset, which is in care and maintenance in New Mexico and North America, called Summit, which has a positive PEA around it, uh, which has potential to do a seven-year life at a production level of around 15,000 ounces and an all-in of less than 900. Nick, good to see you. I'm going to see any sense, I think, October 2021, which is a long time ago, and a lot of water under the bridge, and um, in quite a tough market as well. What have you been up to? Uh, we've been doing what everyone else is doing, Matthew, just, uh, you know, keeping on. That's all we can really do in this market. So, you know, I guess back in 21, we were we were talking about, at that time, I had three assets, another one called Mapani in Botswana, uh, and we sold that asset at the beginning of 2022. And that was really a positive thing for us. It may sound strange to say that, but it was a transformative stage. It needed to downsize. It needed some restructuring costs. And also it represented about $17 million worth of liabilities on our balance sheet, which for a junior is a big thing. Uh, we sold that early uh, on in that year, and we really then focused on trying to do what we could around uh, Galaxy and progress that. We increased the reduction of Galaxy by about 20%. Rammed it up to 9,000 ounces in that year. Uh, we also completed a PEA on Summit in 2022. Uh, we can go on to Summit in a bit more detail if you want later. Uh, we completed a repayment of a facility for $5 million. You know, really what we did in 2022 was just consolidate the company, clean it up, and move Galaxy projects on. Yeah. Changed the name, yeah, to uh, Golconda Gold. We were Galani. And the name change really was there to take into account that we'd sold Mapani, Kalani, Mapani. They rhymed. There was a reason why they were originally named that way. Uh, not that people could ever rhyme Galani and Mapani, but uh, there you go. That's another story. So we changed the name just to represent that we'd got rid of Mapani and then we were a different company with a different focus. Right, okay. So a kind of clean up. In a market like this, I, I agree with you. I think you've got to you know stay in the game to play the game. And for a lot of companies, um, that's been a real, real struggle. Now, um, I'm going to start before we get onto the projects. I'm going to start with money. How are you, you know, and, you know, how do you stay in the game um, with, with your current balance sheet? Look, uh, Matthew, you know, I've always been very honest on these interviews. You know, we are financially constrained, or we have been, yeah. Our production levels as a single producing asset are very dependent on that asset. And if we have a difficult time, it represents a difficult time for the whole of the operation. Yeah, so... I would say, you know, 2023, the idea was to push on from 2022 and increase production at Galaxy, but we had some difficulty with equipment. Also, uh, bugbear in mind, I'm sure people go back to 21 interview to find out we had issues with water and flooding. We had issues with flooding again, restricted our cash flows. And, you know, really last year was just about consolidating, staying in the game. And it didn't mean we increased production, but we continued to create cash, but not enough to push ourselves on. Um, what we looked to do was raise funds, and that's what we achieved towards the the end of last year. We started a deal with Empress uh, for a streaming agreement, uh, and we're hoping to draw down those funds this year. And that's going to give us the impetus now to push on in 2024. Okay, fantastic. Tell us a little bit more about the Empress. We like Empress. We know those the, the guys and gals, or guys, gals and guys, I should say. Um, Alex is a good friend. Um, what is what does the deal structure look like? So look, we've got from Empress a stream deal. Uh, and it's a five million facility, and in exchange for that five million, basically they've taken a three and a half percent royalty, uh, and we deliver eight thousand ounces into that. Uh, they give us twenty percent of spot price for those eight thousand ounces, 
After that, it steps down to a 2% royalty. And then it's got a finite life, if you want. So it's either 20 years or 20,000 ounces. Yeah. Now, what we liked about that deal was what you normally don't, if people talk about a royalty deal, which this isn't, it's more of a streaming. People see it as, you know, something you're giving away the whole future of the asset. Well, this has got an end date. Yeah. It's got a step down. And it's a way for us to achieve some financing in this market, which I'm sure you know, Matthew, is very difficult to get any form of financing. Yeah. There's, there's, there's stuff out there, look, and, and you know, people are struggling out there. I'm, pro, I'm sure your first thought wasn't, let's get a streaming deal here. But in a market like this, you, you've got to advance the project. Um, and it, I think there's a new reality out there for a lot of companies, and we're, we're having this conversation all too much. But okay, so there's there's the money, and the drawdown will happen when when you need it. So um, offloaded an asset and, and the liability, which we talked about last time round. Um, so let's talk about what you're trying to do with it. Former producing asset. Those are interesting conversations. Could you got you got to have an idea of how you come out there. So t- tell us about that. So Galaxy's producing at the moment. You know, we generate between 500 to 1,000 ounces a month, depending where we're at in the ore bodies in the grade. You know, and what we have there is, you know, we have a plant which we've upgraded and funded ourselves, which has a capacity of 50,000 tons a month but we were only producing 15,000 tons a month. So we have the ability to increase production. And what this 5 million is going to give us is that ability. Yeah. So A, the money is going to be spent on spares, etc., for the equipment we have to improve availability on that, which has been one of the issues we faced in 2023 production. It's going to go into the, uh, purchasing five more pieces of equipment. Yeah. So we can A, increase on development and B, increase on with regards to stoping ore yeah and c is going to go into development in that long term two three years we'll be able to open up more ore faces and increase production again so that's a long-term plan uh, from where we stand today maybe reducing around ten thousand ounces a year ramping up to forty thousand will take us about three years but the first step is getting this cash in and giving ourselves that leg up and that ability to generate and develop I don't know what ten thousand gets you in terms of ten thousand ounces gets you in terms of free cash flow. Not a lot, I suspect. This cash will later ramp things up to forty thousand over over three years. Will you need to top that up any as you kind of go through that ramp up? No, no. Look, I mean, uh, current gold prices. I'll always caveat with that. Current gold prices. No. Once we've got that money in the bank, we should be able to self fund ourselves through that expansion and growth. Yeah. Uh, so, and the idea then is, you know, to keep investing in equipment, to buy new equipment and to increase production. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's a very simple model. <laughs> uh, it's just delivering on it. Okay. But, but we're talking about, we, it's underground, right? We're talking about under, so it's underground. It's got two here. underground resources. Yeah. That we're yeah. From. So if I look at the PEA, I don't know when was that from? Cause the ASIC looks, you know, pretty impressive. It was about $750 per ounce. So that's good. But, um, is that still... Relevant in today's environment, how old is PEA? Uh, yeah, I mean that PEA is over four years old now. Right. Uh, okay. It was, a, it was so. What will that look like? Do you think uh, these days? You know, we're generally we're running around a fourteen hundred all-ins sustaining cost. There's no reason why we can't get down to a, closer to a thousand. Yeah, but you're hundred percent. There are pressures on the market. The costs have gone up, uh, and you know, the, but at the same time, so is gold price. So you know, there's yin and yang. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. The, the margins are sort of staying the same. I, I agree with there's new reality in terms of cost of mining. In fact, that's pretty much what I'm hearing from most 
producers that come on this show on average is about 1400 so in terms of the what levers have you got available to maybe it's early days but what levers have you got available to you to kind of drive that cost down what are the things that you'd be looking at just opening up new stopes and look uh, at this moment in time if we talk about the next six months really it's about increasing production yeah okay. the economies of scale that's how we're okay. going to reduce costs yeah uh the actual mining itself etc there are many leverages that we can rely on it's got about increasing the amount of tons we're producing okay and what does that ramp up look like is it 10 a year to forty thousand, or is it a little bit more gentle than that at the beginning so it's going to be more gentle at the beginning We've obviously, you know, for the new equipment, for example, you're talking lead times of six to nine months these days. It's not going to be overnight. Yeah, and that's why. But uh, you should see, you know, maybe next year we could look at a doubling of production. Yeah, uh, if everything goes right. And the reason I say that is because we're actually opening up a new oil body called Princeton Tops. We've got one oil body called Princeton. Uh, there's a oil body, or there's the same oil body, but above that called Princeton Tops, which we've actually been working on during the last year to access and we can double production to Princeton with very little investment now. So we've already been looking at ways of doing that. Yeah. So even though we're waiting for equipment, we're going to increase the amount of tonnage going through the plant. Uh, but then the real advantage of the business is when we can expand the Galaxy. And Galaxy is the big wide oil body, which is 40 meters wide. Yeah. And if we can double the production there from 10 to 20,000 tons, we'll see a big difference in the numbers. So you'll see a doubling next year and then maybe you know a quarter and a quartering after that as we go forward that's why i say okay. forty thousand over you know over three years okay and you, you describe it's a relatively simple process but i think we we see so many train wrecks around the world from you know big names you know they they, they mistakes happen so um it's mine's complex so why why is yours so simple I and mean, what, what what is the process look i mean so you're going to realize the galaxy's been running for over 120 years now yeah, and the ore bodies that we're mining in have been mined, one of them for over 60 years and one of them for 20 years. So they're both very well-known ore bodies. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're not coming out with that as special. Also, we've got a processing plant that's already sized. We don't have to do any expansions. We don't have to come up with anything new. Yeah, uh, and on top of that, we're producing a concentrate. We don't have a cyanide process. We, you know, we've got a big enough tailings facility for the future production. We're in a strong position. So we're not doing anything new. So that's why I say it's a relatively easy process. I'm not going to say underground mining is easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. But what it is, is when you've not got the knowledge that we have, it's a simple process and you just need to do more of the same. Yeah. Right. And so, okay, it's been mined a long time. A lot of, lot of, lot of gold's come out of the ground. So what do you know about what's left in the ground and how much... Um, it is to be had because I, I know you're kind of comparing yourself to um, one of the companies which we we've haven't interviewed for a while, but that used to Pan African with the Barberton mine. So, what is your data telling you which allows you to draw that those parallels? So, look, Pan African are slightly different to us. So they're doing narrow water bodies. They're at twice the depth we are. Yeah, uh, and you know, I, if I look at the results, they're becoming it's becoming more difficult for them. That's a result of depth. And the uh, the width of their ore bodies, yeah. Whereas ourselves, we're mining much wider ore bodies. You know, where maybe they're mining two meters, we're mining forty meters. Uh, there are twice the depth we are. Whereas they're having to go into a shaft and go down, we're just driving straight into the side of the hill. So we've got easy access in and out. We're not shaft constricted. So I, I don't really think you can compare us to Pan African like that. Yeah, we're kind of two different assets. But what we can do 
is if Pan-Africa has an issue with regards to uh, ore source or ore resource, we have the ability to supply to them or vice versa. Uh, I would also say if we talk about our resource itself, you know, we did an update about four years ago where we increased the resource from 1.5 to almost 2.5 million. And all of that was on the two main ore bodies that were mining, Galaxy and Princeton. So, you know, you're talking about an ore resource for those two of about one and a half million. If we're only producing 40,000 ounces a year, I think you've got another 130 years in front of you, yeah? Uh, and we're not talking great depths to get to those ore bodies, yeah? We're only another six, seven levels, nowhere near the depth of the mining at the moment of Pan-African. Okay, so, and, and, and just in terms, okay, so you're saying a simple mining, um, it, it's been been at it a while. So in terms of, just be really clear, there's no kind of new permits or licenses required. You've got everything you need. You've got a, a plant, which I guess you just need to kind of get up up and running at um, capacity or nameplate um, at Galaxy. What, what are the other kind of barriers for you in, in, in country? Uh, look, I mean, I'm not going to pretend South Africa is straightforward. Yeah, it is a... Uh... You know, as a country, you know, it has its challenges. Uh, on the positive side, you know, everyone worries about power. We've had no issues with power, yeah, and it continues to be like that. Uh, uh, you know, you've got elections coming up this year. It's always a difficult year in South Africa when there's elections, so there could be a challenge there with regards to the local community or our employees. But you know, we believe we have a good relationship. Uh, outside of that, you're hundred percent right. We're permitted, you know. We have a good relationship with the Department of Mines. Uh, you know, we have capacity all across the operation. There shouldn't really be anything that we shouldn't be able to handle ourselves okay. and push ahead. Okay, so the money from Mempress is 100% focused on Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been funded into Galaxy and it stays down in Galaxy. And it's, you okay. know, part of the contract is we've got to spend it on those those things that I outlined earlier. Right, and your your goal is to make sure that you get the same production and yourself not getting it again, but increased production and that you are self self funding going forward. It should not need to come to market for that. What about Summit then in the in the US? So How Summit, you, you know, forward? we've been working very hard to try and find a non dilutive way of financing that, which is the way we want to do that. Yeah. Now, you know, we issued a PEA just after uh, our, our previous meeting, October two thousand twenty one. It's got a seven year life. It's a gold and silver producer, but about 50,000 ounce equivalent. You know, back then the all-in was 900. Maybe with the current pressures, that's gone up a little bit. But we also modelled it at 1850 gold uh, and had an MPV of around 70 million. What we were looking at the time was to raise about 8.5 million to, to start it. We're looking now for around 7.5 million. And that's changing gold and silver prices helped us a little bit. But as you well know, Matthew, this market is very difficult to raise any funding. There's no way we're going to the market to do that. So we've got to find either an off-taker, and we've talked to a lot of off-takers, or another form of streaming royalty. And, you know, we've been working very hard, but at this moment in time, we haven't found the right partner to do that. Right, okay. And is there any pressure incumbent on you to do so? Have you got to add any spend by a certain deadline, or would you be okay to kind of just sit on that for the next 12 uh, months? We've got a 10-year lease on the land where the, the plant is. Yeah. Uh, so that's the real pressure that, we're under but the reality is you know the, the people who own that land have got no other use for it and i don't think that's going to be a difficult negotiation when we get there outside of that no we can just sit on it we don't you know it runs at around two hundred thousand uh sustaining cost two hundred thousand us dollars 
So it's not an expensive asset to keep sitting there. Yeah. Uh, and we'll take advantage of that opportunity once we've raised that non-diluted financing. Right. Okay. And you, you, you approach, well, I want to reflect, are you 100% owner of that? Because obviously water and or subsidiary of water. So we have a, well, on the first downs produced, gold or silver, we have to pay another 7.3 million to Waterton. Yeah. But we've had discussions with them. Uh, the fund that this was in has closed down now. Uh, there's an opportunity for us to discuss the restructuring of that. Uh, but what they've said to us is, though, there's no point having that conversation until you've got the money to restart. So we're just in that chicken and egg situation. Once we've got that money to restart, uh, they'll be in a position to restructure and we'll put something together to make sure the businesses can run. But they've got no security on the asset. They can't call back on the asset or anything like that. So if it never okay. produce an ounce, there's no obligation to spend that money. Okay. So don't want to, but you can sit on that. Um, if I go, if I go go back um, up to Africa and I look at what what you're doing there, it's of a certain size. I don't think it's of great interest to anyone. It's about throwing off money, right? Producing cash. Um, areas, so companies like this only become interesting once they kind of, I guess, get over that hundred thousand ounce a year uh, category. Is there much exploration left? Um, on this, what, again, what again? What do you know about the ore body around where they have been mining? So, I mean, as I said, Galaxy has operated for over 130 years. Yeah, there's 23 ore bodies. We're only mining on two of them. There's a much, there's a huge opportunity to expand beyond that. Yeah, but as a junior with limited funds, we're not putting exploration money into the ground at this moment in time. We're concentrating on production. Yeah, but as okay. we build and as we generate cash, then you're absolutely right. There's the opportunity to do exploration. There's the opportunity to look at expanding the plant. You know, some of those ore bodies are free gold. You were talking maybe 20, 30 centimeters wide, but running at 17 to 30 grams a ton. Yeah. If we did that, we'd have to change the plant, maybe put a Nelson on the end to catch in the free gold. Uh, some of the ore bodies are three, four meters wide, free gold, running at eight grams a ton. Yeah. There's opportunities there, but they're not opportunities we can take at the moment with the current plan we have and the plant that we have. Okay. It's about... It's about Phasing the plan in over time, so you, you know what you want to do. If you had the money, you'd go and do it. But it, it's say comes back to that staying in the game. And I think you know with with the Empress deal, I think um, hopefully frees you up to um, show the market that you can deliver against that. Nick, I appreciate you coming in. Um, may see you in Andaba. Um, uh, if if not, appreciate your time coming on today. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks for your time.